everyone. Welcome to Let's Be Social. I'm very excited to have a special guest on uh, this evening, actually. Um, his name is Michael Vaccaro, and he is an actor. He tells me he's been an actor all of his life. So I'd like to welcome you to the show, first of all. Well, welcome. thank you. I'm very happy to be here. And um, I, I would like to just jump in and we can start talking. Um, you can let me know how you got into acting and tell us about that journey and where that's taken you. Uh, absolutely. We can start there. Yes. Um, because it's right, right at the very beginning. I was a, when I was a very, very young child and, um, I don't know where it came from. Uh, it must've been somewhere in my, in my DNA. Don't know because really nobody else in my family is in show business or nobody. There are no actors. There are no painters, dancers, nothing like that. No writers. Um, so, uh, so I don't know where it came from, but right from the very beginning, basically like the, one of the first memories I have is I knew that I wanted to, um, be an actor and be a performer. I don't know if I saw something that made me think, oh my gosh, I have to do that. Um, but something happened. Yeah. Uh, maybe I was born with it. Like they, like Maybelline, I may, I was born with it yeah. and, um, uh, and I just knew from the very, very beginning that that is what I wanted to do. And I was lucky because I was born and raised in New York City. Um, and so I could do something like that. As soon as I sort of realized that this was a thing and I wanted to do it and I tried to figure out how to do it. And, and my mother was tremendously um, supportive. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm sure she spent a lot of money that she probably did not have uh I, giving me um like i went to sing i took singing lessons and i took dance class and i studied uh the piano and i studied guitar and i um i took uh drama classes and acting classes and um and then of course i we i guess i sort of figured out that um uh, that you needed headshots. So we got headshots, we got photographers and got headshots. And then um, I think back in the day in New York City, there was a there was a, a weekly magazine newspaper called Backstage. It might still exist. I'm not sure. Um, and you would look through that for um, for auditions and then you would either submit yourself for an audition like you would send in back in the day when you used to use the mail, you used to, you know, put your picture and your resume in a big manila envelope and send it off and hope to get a response. Or you would go to what they call an open call, which is where you just show up for an audition. So seriously, I was doing that when I was a very, very, very young kid. I think I got my, I, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but but suffice it to say, I was very, very young when I got my first job. Okay. So again, I don't know where it started. It was some magical uh, pixie dust that was, that was, you know, just spread all over my little baby body. I don't know. Wow. Um, so what have you, would you have been like under 10 or? Over? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's yeah. By the time, by the time I was in high school, which I guess, how old are you in high school when you go to high school, 12, 13, something like that. 13. So by the time I did that, I was already a, uh, I was already a working actor and I had, uh, and I went to, um, in New York, there is a school, I, there was a school. 
it is now slightly different. Um, but there was a movie about it called Fame. Oh, yes. That's the school I went to. That's the high school I went to. Um, and uh, there was, um, uh, let's see, I was, um, I auditioned for the school and I got in, I was accepted in the in the dance program and in the voice program. I ended up majoring in, in voice and music theory as a singer. But there was dance and there was um, uh, there were uh, instrumentalists there. They had orchestras and then they also had artists. They had like painters and sculptors, the whole thing. So uh, and now uh, uh, now it is called it was actually two schools. I'm sorry, I'm going to go back. It was actually two different schools. One was for music and art and the other one was for uh, drama and dance. And then after I left, I think the right after I finished high school, they they merged together and became uh, what is now called the LaGuardia High School of the Arts in New York City. But that's where I went to school. And wow. so again, by the time I was in high school, I was already um, I was already a working actor. Yeah. Wow. So you're already pretty accomplished. Um, so New York, what, what precipitated you to go to, because you said you're in California now? I live in California right now, yes. So when you um, when you were actively acting in New York, was it a job that brought you to California or? Um, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It was the weather. The weather. <laughs> it was the weather. I Again, I grew up in, in New York City, born and raised in New York City. I lived there for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. I love New York. New Yorkers always say this, you know, uh, when they, <laughs> New Yorkers who, who don't live in New York, we all say the same exact thing. Um, I love New York. New York is my home. Whenever I go there, I get off the plane and I feel like I'm home, blah, 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 all of that stuff. I just don't want to live there. Um, because uh because it i mean you're a canadian it's cold oh. <laughs> it's cold on the east coast i'm too old for that i need to i need to like if it goes under 80 degrees which is what is what is 80 degrees in celsius what is Far- uh 80 degrees fahrenheit uh, celsius? making me use my brain i don't know it's 25 somewhere in there so if it goes below 80 degrees fahrenheit i'm cold so I need to be in a I need to be in a very warm climate uh, with lots of sun. Mm-hmm. I used to get uh, back home. I used to get like what they call a seasonal depression. Oh. Like every year when summer was about to be over, like the beginning of September, I would start going. I would get depressed, and I would start to think, "Oh my God, it's going to be another like six months of cold and gray and clouds and rain and snow and all that horrible." stuff but again i did that for many 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 years and until finally i was like wait a minute wait a minute i am an actor there's a lot of acting work in los angeles california and it's 80 degrees and i could sit by a pool yes so that's what i did i was like okay goodbye goodbye new york bye and i got on a plane and i moved to uh los angeles and i will this is the absolute truth When I moved, it was a February. It was February. And I want to say the day I left New York, it was 17 degrees, which is very, 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 very cold, uh, way below freezing. And uh, and when I got off the plane, it was about 82 degrees here. So I was like, goodbye, never coming back. (laughs) But also the truth is that uh, there's just there's just a ton more work in Los Angeles. Um, I, I grew up doing theater, of course, in New York, which is what I love to do. 
I love theater. I will always love theater, just like New York. Theater is my home. When I, whenever I do theater, I feel like I am home. Um, but there's just not, not a lot of it. There's not a lot of work to be had. And so in Los Angeles, there's tons of work. There's tons of television. There's tons of theater. There's tons of commercials. Uh, so yeah, so there's just there's just much more work for me out here. Plus the fact that when I'm not working, I get to sit by a pool and work on my tan. Yeah, and you can just be warm and. Oh my god, I could just be warm, like, and you know, and send and send selfies of myself by the pool to my old friends in New York and go. Ah. Seriously, like we're in this massive heat wave right now. Yes. And, um, I'm dying to sit by a pool. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, we got to ship some. Oh my god, we could start a GoFundMe to get some pools in Canada. My god. Oh, I just don't have one. There's lots of people with pools. I just don't have one. Can we, can we call? Can we call Justin Thoreau? Trudeau, can we do something? Mr. Trudeau, can we get you some for your people some pools? <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh it's it's unseasonable for this time of year for us. Normally this is like a month, a month out. So end of July, we usually get this kind of weather, but yeah, yeah I mean, you can go to you can go to Niagara Falls. There's a lot of water there to have grown up in New York City or live in Los Angeles or some like like you know, really uh creative hub where there's lots of uh where there's lots of creativity um i find that i'm constantly surrounded by creative people um and i and so i feel like i'm just sort of constantly inspired by my friends and um i try to do i try to go to the movies a lot i try to see plays a lot i try to read plays a lot i am a i'm sort of a I wouldn't say voracious television viewer, but I try to watch a lot just to see what's out there because I feel like I'm always inspired by people. I'm always, um, stealing's not the right word, but um, I feel like, you know, as an actor, you always take things from other people, from other actors, from writers and stuff like that. Um, so I, I feel like I'm just constantly inspired by the by the people around me and, and by my friends and by the work um, that people do. I am, um, I'm currently now, uh, doing two different projects. I'm, I'm doing two projects, uh, concurrently. Um, and one is a, uh, one is a web series, which, uh, just premiered its first episode just a few days ago, which is called Good Works. And so I'm working with a group of people on this show called Good Works, and it's uh, works with an E W E R K S. Okay. Because just because, um, uh, who are um, who are really interesting and fun and creative people. So I've uh, I've definitely been inspired by them, and and I'm working on a on a on a uh, what looks like it's going to be a big TV series. I can't really say too much about it at the moment. That's okay. But. Um, uh, but it's also like a really uh, amazing group of people who I am constantly being inspired by. I'm not, I mean, I certainly can tell you some of my, some of the actors who I think are like amazing and who I think like just give tremendous performances all the time. When I was a kid, um, again, being an Italian kid growing up in New York City, I was absolutely inspired by um, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and Martin Scorsese um, and... Um, uh, Liza Minnelli was a, was a big influence on me because I had seen uh, this was an amazing thing too. I said earlier that my mother was like really incredibly supportive. One of the things that she did was she would 
because she knew I wanted to be an actor. She would get me a ticket to see some Broadway show almost every week, like every Saturday or Sunday, a, a matinee. Okay. And, and I would go to the theater and I would see like amazing theater. Um, and it's surprising to me now, like if I had a kid, there's no way that I would do this, but it was a different time, I guess. And she, we lived in the Bronx and she would just give me the ticket and I would go and get on the subway and I'd go into Manhattan by myself and go see shows. Yeah. Uh, now, I, as a, if I were a parent, I would absolutely be, you know, terrified of doing that, but she, she did it. And, you know, I lived to survive. I lived to tell the tale. Um, but anyway, so I, but I went to see like great, great theater. I remember, I remember seeing uh, like Lily Tomlin uh, in a Broadway show when I was a kid and Stocker Channing was another one this amazing actress who like just blew me away. Um, uh, I mean, I, I, again, in the, in this 1970s and eighties, I saw everything that was on Broadway. So I feel like I'm then, then, and now I feel like I'm just sort of constantly inspired by people, by everything that's around me. Um, uh what like television for instance right now i'm 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 fascinated by there's a show called um the bear okay. have you heard of the bear oh. you have to watch the bear the bear is just about to start its second season it, it is absolutely a phenomenal television series amazing acting amazing writing okay there's also a show called dave if anybody out there is watching dave mm -hmm. Uh, Dave is fantastic. Uh, I also, one of my big inspirations uh, growing up was, uh, and still is, uh, a guy named Martin Short. Oh, he's a Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> Yay. Um, and uh, like, he is a huge inspiration for me. And he's on a show called Only Murders in the Building. So you should be watching that. Um, that actually, I was, a, um, I was hugely inspired when I was a kid by uh, Second City. Mm -hmm. Second City is an improv. Do you know about Second City? So if you're, if anybody watching does not know about Second City, it's it's basically an improvisation conservatory, and it either I want to say it started in Chicago and then they opened up a, a school in Toronto, mm -hmm. and then they opened up a school here in Hollywood, California, and and some of the you know. Many, 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 many comedic geniuses came out of Second City. Martin Short is one of them. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, John Belushi, Gilda Radner, all the people who were on uh, Saturday Night Live in the very beginning. Um, like all of these, uh, Catherine O'Hara, uh, and um, Andrea Martin, like all of these, uh, and all of those are Canadians. Um, 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 yeah, all of these amazing people came out of uh, uh, Second City. And there was a TV show when I was growing up. It was called SCTV, Second City Television, uh, which was sort of like Saturday Night Live. And um, and and I, I used to watch that like all the time. And I was absolutely inspired by all of those people. But Martin Short specifically, like he was... Um, I always thought he was absolutely like amazing. And then at some point when I was an, an adult, I got to meet him. One of the few times in my life that I was, I meet celebrities all the time. I work with actors and celebrities all the time. Yeah. Um, with Martin Short, it was one of the few times where I was like, oh my God, what am I going to say to this guy? And I thought, you know what? You know what, Vaccaro, you should shut up. Don't say anything at all. Just say, hi, nice to meet you. Because if you start talking, you're going to make a fool out of yourself. So.
That's fun. Um, yeah, I, I think that creativity, when you're around creative people, it sort of spurs creativity. You kind of feed off of each other. There's like an energy. There is absolutely no question about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it, it is what makes me, um, uh, it, it's what makes me a happy person. Like when you feed off of other people's positive energy, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, just not that, not even just as an actor. I mean, like in anybody, anywhere. I mean, this is what we should all be doing. Like we should all be giving off positive energy and, uh, you know, giving it to people so they can feed off of it and vice versa. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, but I feel like I'm very lucky in the in the sense that I that I am constantly every day surrounded by people who are really uh, fantastic and interesting and funny and smart and intelligent uh, and fearless. Uh, that's a big thing too when you're uh, when you're around people who are fearless, who are are. This is what you learn in in Second City and improv when you train in improv too, just to be fearless and to just like jump in and not not care at all if you make a fool out of yourself. Yeah. Duh. Uh, you know, when you jump off the cliff and, and you survive, like then, then life becomes, <laughs> you know, life becomes filled with happiness and joy. Yeah. That's, that's how I try to live my life. That's great. Do you find, um, do you find now it, like you would have seen how the industry has changed over, over time. Yeah. And, um, do you find it more challenging now to get roles or because you're established is it do you find it more competitive now with the virtual platforms and the the way things are changing with how people are submitting things or are you finding it that more challenging or is it my question is yeah uh, yeah what, I, I, what's a change do you find that it's it's helped the the industry or do you find that it's just more competitive and as we go on so yeah i think i can answer that in a couple of different ways um first i will say that that be, because i have been doing this for so long like you know i think it's like i don't know i'm 90 or 100 years old something like that so i've been doing this a very long time um that I um that I am at a point in my career where um I I, I mean I work pretty steadily um I uh, so because people know me and people know who I am and people call me and ask me to do stuff or oh. I I have great representation and so um so that has certainly become easier uh, I mean I still struggle like any other actor but but it's it's not like I was struggling you know all those years ago when I was first starting yeah. The other part of that, though, is that um, I do think it is more competitive because now anybody really can do anything, you know, and what I mean by that is uh, it's all it's more competitive, but it's also maybe in, in a sense, it's maybe it's somewhat easier. Anybody can sit down on their computer and write a script and and anybody, anybody with a phone can can shoot their script and make a movie. I mean, you can literally make a movie with yeah. this device right here in, in your hand. 
Um, and you can go online and you can raise money with Indiegogo or GoFundMe or Kickstarter or whatever. And you can get all your friends together and you can literally make a movie. You can literally shoot a television show and put it up online. And uh, I mean, these are things that you just obviously we couldn't do back then. So, so there are absolutely ways of getting yourself out there into the world. I mean, we look at, you know, Instagram and TikTok. I mean, there are people with hundreds of thousands and millions of followers who, you know, who are out there doing creative, interesting stuff. A lot of it is garbage, but that's, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, so in some ways, in some ways it's, uh, if I were just starting out now, obviously, I mean, I think that's, you know, I would be making, I'd be writing stuff and I'd be making movies on my phone. Uh, that's what I would be doing. And, um, uh, so, so I guess, I mean, I don't know if I've answered your question in some ways it's easier in some ways it's, uh, it's harder and more competitive because there are just, there's so many more platforms. There's so many more people who are doing so many more, uh, creative things with so many, you know, devices and all that stuff. So in some ways, maybe it's harder to, to get seen, but then in other ways it's, it's kind of easier. Um, and, uh, a few years ago, maybe like 10 years ago now or more, I, uh, I did this. I, I wrote, uh, I had this idea for a sitcom and I wrote it and I raised money on Indiegogo and I shot it. Uh, it's called child of the seventies. If anybody wants to see it now it's on YouTube, but it's also on Amazon. Uh, cause I shot five seasons of it and they, um, and they bought it. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and I got, it was called child of the seventies because it was sort of uh, a love letter to all the, um, fantastic TV sitcoms that I loved growing up in the seventies in New York city. And I was able to get, um, uh, a whole bunch of, uh, celebrities, actual, actual television TV celebrities from the 1970s to be in it. And it's, it, in one sense, it was, it, it it became easier because because I had the internet because I could I could find email addresses for people and I could find uh, people's agents and stuff and I just I just called up people or sent them emails. I called up Susan Olson who was Cindy Brady on the Brady Bunch and I said, "Hey, listen, you don't know me, but I have this show and I'm doing it and." Would you like to do it? And she said yes. And Ted Lange from The Love Boat, who was Isaac on The Love Boat, he he did it and he said yes too. And Donna Pescal, who was Angie and who was uh, uh, Saturday Night Fever. Like I was able to contact all these people and it was because of the internet and it was because I was doing my own project. Yeah. So, uh, and again, now you can see it on Amazon. So that was, it, I, it wasn't easy, but it was um, doable. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's awesome. Um, do you have any advice for people that maybe are looking to get into acting or? Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. I think um, I, I mean, I, what I did and what I continue to do, by the way, is study. Yep. I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of studying, of taking class. Um I meet a lot of people now with which is so it's it's disconcerting and disappointing. But I meet a lot of actors now who aren't interested in that kind of stuff. To me, uh, studying is so important. Uh, the first thing I would do if I had one, if I want, if someone wants to be an actor, I would say like go find a class. Yeah, it's like a level one class and just start taking class. Uh, like I was saying before, watch as many movies as possible. Write down your thoughts. I'm a big uh, proponent of journaling as well. Mm -hmm. So write down, 
write, you know, go write a review, um, put it up online if you have to. Um, but, uh, so that you're clear about your thoughts, why you like something, what inspires you. Um, but I would definitely go to class. I would read plays. I would read film scripts. Um, I would, uh, the other, the thing, one of the great things about class is that you meet other actors, mm-hmm. meet other people who want to do the same thing as you. And again, like we were talking before, you get inspired. And then all of a sudden you're, you're a whole group of people who are inspired by each other. And you say, oh, let's do a project together. Uh, so that's what I would absolutely tell somebody to do. And the other piece of advice that I would give to somebody is, um, uh, never, never, (laughs) never listen to anybody, (laughs) meaning, um, you will, uh, like I have spent a lifetime, especially in the beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, people telling me, you know, Hey, Vaccaro, you got to stop. You got to like, this is, this is a crazy dream. You got to stop this. You have to be serious. You have to like get a job. You have to do this. You have to do that. Stop playing around, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know where this came, where this sort of inner strength came from, but the truth is I never listened to anybody. I always knew that people were full of whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I never listened to anybody when they say, you're never going to make it. Nobody cares, blah, 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 all that stuff. And I literally had people saying those things to me. And I never cared. Um, and I mean, I, I can't even imagine like what my life would be like now if I had, if I had actually like stopped, if I had actually given up. So my voice advice would be to like, just never give up. Okay. Just don't stop. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to get a job because you have to pay your rent and you have to eat food. We like to eat food. Yeah. Um, but but you know what? Keep trying every single day. Do something. Do something for your career. Do something for your for your body, for your health. Do something for your you know so that you look great and that you feel great and that you read a play. Like I said, every day read. You know, talk to somebody. Make a phone call. Go to an audition. Anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, being proactive, I think, is really important. Yeah, I think that's great advice. I mean, and that can transcend into any any sort of platform, right? Absolutely. has Not just for actors, for anybody. Yeah. You have something you want to do, just do it. You want to travel, figure out how you're going to travel. You want to, you want to, you know, create and, and, and um, invent some technology, just do it. Just figure out how to do it. And don't ever listen to people who tell you to stop because people will tell you to stop because they're not doing it. Yes. When people have dreams that they give up on, uh, they're they're often threatened by people who don't give up. Yeah. So people will always tell you to stop. People always put will put obstacles in your way. Just forget it. Never never listen to any of it. Just stay focused. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think that's a great point to end on. So I just wanted to say thank you for coming on and of course, my pleasure. spending the time with me. Um, it was a great interview. Lots of fun. You're you're a funny guy. Thank you very much. Again, it was my pleasure. Uh, and this will go up at some point. You'll send me a link. Oh, good. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you for coming on. And it was my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being social. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, I'll hear from you soon. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Take Bye. care. Bye. Time. And thank you for.